Horror Movie Survival Guide is a weekly podcast where I, Gorehound Julia Marchesi, delves into my horror movie notebook to corrupt another one of my longtime chums, Terry Gamble, who is hiding in the creepy horror closet. My mission is to learn the gospel of horror movie survival and to incorporate Julia's wealth of wisdom to become a final girl disciple. Join us as we take a deep dive into everything from OG horror to newly released films, but preferably classics on VHS. We'll talk about obscure details that no one else notices, spin off into alternate casting universes, crush on some dodgy, foxy fellows, and creepy uncles, and arm ourselves with the knowledge necessary to become the The final Final girl. Hey there, everybody. Here's a little horror movie survival guide bonus for you. Uh, it just so happens that Terry and I went to college with a friend who wrote a film. University. That we went to. I know, not college, university. <laughs> let's be fair. You know, it was in England. Uh, Terry and I met at University of East Anglia in Norwich. Uh, where we also met a gentleman named Chris Regan, who we are speaking to today, who wrote Paintball Massacre, that we will be doing a full episode on. So we wanted to talk to Chris a little bit about the film. Hi, Chris. Hello. Welcome! Oh my goodness, it's been ages. A really, really long time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've seen I've seen Julia not. Oh, I can't even remember the last time I saw you, but it was, it was it was a while ago. I guess it was the last time you were over here. Just a couple of years ago, I think. Yeah, uh, but Terry, it's been twenty years. Yeah, yeah, a little bit about. Yeah, that sounds right. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I feel like I still feel like I'm 21. What is that? I'm like feel forever 21. Like I don't know. I, it's it's fine. Yeah, it's I fine. think. That, I mean, I think. I, I think. Of, I still think that it wasn't that long ago since I left university. I think that was like in my head. It was like, oh, it was only a few years ago, not not 20 years. And, <laughs> but, and yeah, and yet. So okay, so I know that this is not your first film. You've in fact written several films, um, and this is just your latest. You have more to come. I know. So talk to us about this film, though. Uh, I've never heard you talk about paintball ever in my life. So I don't know if this is an idea that you had or someone was like, write a movie about paintball. Like, how did it come about? No, yeah, definitely wasn't my idea. Um, (laughs) I've been, I've been paintballing once and it was awful, uh, which was. Tell us about that experience. (laughs) Yeah, please please tell us. (laughs) Well, that was for, um, that was a friend's like uh, a stag weekend. Do you have stag weekends? Is that a thing? Okay, yeah, cool. we call him bachelor party. Bachelor, bachelor yeah, party. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. it. Yeah, so it's was, it was basically that, 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 and we went, but, you know, he, I mean, it was guys on our team that we were all sort of um, creative, arty type types. I mean, the like my friend who was getting married, he's an actor. He brought along a few other actors. Like, we were all sort of, we were all, um, everyone was very hungover from the night before. We turned up late. So... We turned up this, and this place was in the middle of nowhere. It was we'd sort of been driving around these, this countryside for ages, and we finally find this place. So the people there, the the other team who were going to fight or whatever, they're sort of already really cross with us because it's, it's been we're late. And there we turn up, and there are all these like like these huge guys and they're all sort of bald and like sort of they're really scary looking and it was which so bits like that kind of made it through through into the film but it was just it was just a sort of hideous experience because it really hurts and you just sort of if you're not into shooting people (laughs) which i'm sort of not really it's uh yeah you sort of i was you know i'm i was bad at it and also in pain so yeah yeah I know it looks massively painful, like just bruises, right? Did you just yeah. get beat up? Yeah, it really, it does. It really, it really, it really stings. And then you, and so you just sort of get, um, just get hit by these things sort of over and over again. And we did, yeah, we just did, we did really badly. But there were some, I think, 
I think if I hadn't done that, um, if I hadn't had that experience, I think the I don't think well, I think the film would have been very different. I don't. I, I did draw on that a lot because um, I think with the, in the film some of the characters are kind of really into it, but most of them don't really want to be there or aren't, aren't really that bothered, and I think that that, that works. I think that's awesome. I think that it's like this pain that you went through was for a greater cause. And like, look at the art that came out of that. Yeah. 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 You never know what bad day will create great art, right? Yeah. Uh, I've actually never been. um, I've been laser tagging is about as hardcore as I get because I've seen the pictures of people's bruises from paintball and I go, no. Um, And I don't like the feeling of being hunted. So I was like, yeah, I don't, not really into that. Um, No. But I think that's I think cool to have people... all these people who are not into it. Like that's part of, you know, it's a it's a, a cage that you can work around. But paintballs, like the, it's it's just really really fun. Yeah, I mean, I think I think it's a, I think it's a thing for people who are really into army stuff, which is why one of the characters is, is kind of an ex army person. But um, yeah, but th- I mean, how, th- how it sort of came about was through the the producer and the director. There was that they I knew them from an earlier project. And they'd had this idea for a, for a paintball based horror film, um, and so they when it when it came to me, it was already. Um, I think they had they had it all. They knew they wanted to do a sort of paintball based slasher film, and they they had a few of the deaths worked out, um, and the idea of it being a school reunion as well. Those those were the sort of the that that's what was given to me to then to then turn it into the film. Yeah. Is that how does that work for you as a, as a writer? Does that to have these parameters like you know you have to include these things? Is that a hard task for you? I think well, it depends. It, it, some of it's good because I think it's good to have some boundaries because otherwise, if someone just what I find when you're working with other people as, as a writer is, is they've got an idea in their head already of what they want, sort of, and a lot of the annoying niggly bits of the job when you're trying to work out what that is and you just keep sort of throwing stuff. And I've had experiences before that haven't gone so well, where you're kind of trying to work things out. You're trying to work out exactly what they, that person means. But so, it's, but the more, so, so in some ways, the more information you've got from them, the better, because then it's like, right, okay, this is what I've got to work with. And I've got an idea of what they're looking for. But um, it can also, yeah, I think it's also, I know some of the characters are changed a bit. Um, like the, I think the, the there's a character... Uh, Lauren in the film who sort of was presented as I guess I'm trying to think of the you know in most slasher films there's normally the the pretty blonde girl who doesn't do anything and is is just a bit stupid that that sort of character mm-hmm. I think that was the um that was the I think that was the intention when it presented to me and I was like well I need to do something else with this character because I don't really want to do that and I was like I can't make her I don't want to do the thing where you go oh no but she's really smart and do that sort of twist on it so I just made her really horrible instead and I thought that was um... <laughs> kind of a badass she's great she was actually one of my favorite characters for sure and I love hearing that that's kind of the genesis of how you got to her it makes perfect sense and she's kind of a badass I like that and just yeah. mean <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah I mean she was really fun because it was like whatever situation she's in she's going to say the, the the one thing that that maybe some people are thinking but they would never say but um and and but i also think she's yeah i mean all the idea was for that they would all have their own little story arcs and i think hers is one of the one of the more interesting ones um yeah 
So, yeah, no, I think she's great. Like that cross also of like celebrity culture and dealing with that and bringing that element too. Cause I think that's such a fun thing to play with right now. Yeah. Of like, if you're, if you're famous in this scenario, what do you do or, or perceived as famous? I think that's, it's really funny. But it's yeah, just only yeah. perceived as it in her own mind, really. Right. Because nobody else there really cares that she's famous. It's just, they know her from school. So it's something that like she has that perception of herself, like even to not be able to like, I'm not wearing this baggy top kind of stuff. Like it's just kind of a, a she was she was really really fun. So and the thing she's that, the perfect influencer, like you you yeah. build your own you know cult of yourself. So <laughs> yeah, and I think I think there's a sense that she thinks she's sort of above it all and, and better than all these people when she goes back. I think I think for her going to the reunion was a chance to sort of be oh look at me I'm better than you now. <laughs> But, um, show off yeah, yeah our school yeah. so our school reunions a thing in england do they do that i mean they do them here i don't know if they do them there not so not so i mean i i hadn't been to one but i'd been to i'd been to a university sort of reunion it wasn't really again it was it was someone's wedding but we ended up it was a kind of ended up being a kind of mini reunion so i sort of uh based a lot of the that scene from the, in the pub at the beginning where they all meet on on that experience um but i think it's like a I don't think it's like as big a cultural thing over here, but it is, it is something that happens every now and again. Um, but no, they're very sturdy about it here. Five years, 10 years, 15 right. years. It's brutal. I've helped plan some of mine. It's wow. Yep. It's a thing. So I one of the I things did... that I really liked about this movie was that I felt that I, there was a lot of Chris in this movie, which I really enjoyed knowing you personally that I'm like, Oh, yes. take that Stoke on Trent. Take that. <laughs> Yes, well, that's the, that's that's what was really good about it. Actually, is is I did I did have quite a lot of, uh, as like as, as long as I stuck, stuck to the, the the main story ideas, I had a lot of freedom to put in some very silly stuff. That, uh, we got to talk about like. the Fast and the Furious, man. We got to talk about that. Oh my gosh, can we please? Okay, yes. I've never seen any of them. Let me just what. <laughs> Julia. Okay, we're gonna have to do a marathon, a, eh? and then now to you, Chris. Let's talk about it. <laughs> so this, um, are you obsessed with it or someone else? <laughs> no, it was me. It's it, 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 it's me. Um, it was it. It kind of started as a, a, I think it's a sort of ironic thing. I think I just decided, like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna say that I really like the Fast and Furious films. But then through that, I think I just ended up really liking them. <laughs> because so, they're sort of i think it was that around the time the sixth one came out i'd seen all of them and then the, when this i remember seeing the sixth one and there was just suddenly this transcendent moment where i got it and was like oh this i'm not supposed to take this seriously <laughs> and and it, it, I, I think they're amazing but i do, I do think like, i could i could talk about fast and furious on forever they, they're sort of because they are sort of really ridiculous and over the top but at the same time from a sort of action movie point of view, the kind of stunts and things are really well done and have they have these amazing set pieces and things. So they're sort of, I, th I think it's this sort of pure form of cinema that's um, massively underrated. But at the same time, they're really I'm so happen. glad to hear this. <laughs> I Julia's chuckling. I am like glowing. I'm so excited because I think they're great. I love them. I love, <laughs> I think they're so fun. And I think you, you, <laughs> you've touched on it. It's like, Julie, I know, I know it's so mainstream, but there's something about that that connects with so many people and yeah. the friendships. It's what it's, I mean, the films are really just about friendship. That's all it is. But you're like with explosions in the background and car chases, you yeah. know, but like the core of it is like, these are really close friends 
going through life and yeah. like finding each other on very important like touchstones and moments and like paying tribute to each other and like the people you lose along the way it's very it's just a beautiful human experience packaged in a really palatable way yeah no, it is it is and, and i think you know and they've always been they've always been really good with the, the cast always really been really diverse and they've always sort of um they do these like crazy kind of like soap opera moments where people get amnesia and then they get their memories back and like you sort of just they they just there's something about like just not caring the, the way they really don't care about whether you think whether you buy that this happened the, the the realism of it i i just sort of love i think it's um i think they're really good <laughs> yeah, i know it feels like opera to me do you know what yes. i mean though where it's like it's like the most ostentatious like but it's always so the extremes of human emotion that are laid bare in front of you and it's like going to a good opera i yes i'm comparing fast and furious to opera i think yes. that's totally fair wow <laughs> Well, I mean, I respect your both both of your opinions very highly. They don't seem they they would be in literally a camp of of. of but I, if you think they're that great, if if Chris calls them a form of pure cinema, which you just did, yes. I gotta I gotta give them a chance. And the great thing about it is, Chris is like now everybody who watches Payball Massacre will be like, well, fuck, maybe I should give them another chance. So like you're passing on the love. Yeah, it honestly think, made me want to rewatch them again, like watching this film. So thank yeah. you. But I think I think uh, particularly the second one, the second one that, that is the one that has the big monologue about it. <laughs> but that film, I find no matter what time it is, what, what whatever I'm doing, if I turn on the TV and that film is on, that I'll watch it from whatever point it's on. I have to watch the rest of it. It's, it's sort of I think it's it's not it's not my favorite one, but it's like it's it's just a really watchable film. <laughs> it's really good. So I want to ask you about the gore in Paintball Massacre, because we have Mm. some incredibly gory moments. And I need to know uh, if did you was it your idea for the scene with the keys or it was their idea? It was your idea. You (laughs) sick man. I love it. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) I can't remember remember how that came up. I can't uh, like, uh, yeah, I I think. Um, I think it was just I like I mean what I liked about it and going back to the character of Lauren I like the I like the idea of having like this sort of kind of like jigsaw esque scenario of like someone's done something with it with this thing that you need uh, because no one would ever do that no one would ever put their hand in there and this character is just like yeah I'll do that I don't care. she's up for anything like (laughs) literally anything i love love that about her it's like of course she's the one but it's also like she would do it for the gram you know what i mean they're like someone's gonna do it for the instagram like she's the one who would do it for that and like take a video and like do a live stream of it yeah and just go for it so kudos to her yeah yeah did you get to get did you get to be on set at all I only did only one day. I did I did a day of uh, reshoots because when they did the main shoot, I kind of stayed away um, completely because uh, I, I knew it was going to be quite difficult. Um, and I thought oh, they don't want me there. Sort of. <laughs> I always always think if you if you've got the writer on set, then I think if filmmaking is hard enough as it is, I think if you don't, you sort of want people to be able to change things on the fly without kind of worrying. Oh no, that's going to I don't know. I, I figured I'd just sort of get in the way and, and, and worry people. But um, later on, because I think the shoot was really difficult because it was they had sort of issues with weather and and um, uh, all kinds of things. Um, weather uh, in England? No. 
<laughs> exactly. and it was filmed it was filmed in october so it wasn't it wasn't the best best time oh. it, was quite, it was quite rainy and that, that sort of threw the mm-hmm. schedule out so i think at the end there was about they at the end of the shoot they, they shot for a week and there was about 70 percent of it kind of done um and then i ended up working with the producer to try and work out work out how we could sort of um get the rest of the story finished without booking another sort of two weeks of, of shooting basically so we sort of rejigged it all into a couple of days of, of, of reshoot so I went I went to, I went along to one of those which we did quite a lot of stuff we did do the I was there for the for the hand in the, the not right. not the actual scene with the hand with the, the keys but the the, the close-up <laughs> so the, the, um, and was it actually the actress's hand in there yes yeah it was yeah 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 she did that um yeah and i was there for the we did the coffin scene that day as well and oh, wow the, um uh and then we and then we did a few things in the woods as well that's yeah there were all kinds of bits just to kind of um basically fill in the fill in the gaps uh from the main shoot but yeah so i did i did get to do it i did get to see everywhere yeah that's, that's so popular. awesome um and i know that you have uh more projects coming up including not only uh film but also uh, books that you've written. So will you will you plug and tell us about what you're working on next? Yeah, well, the, the main thing at the moment is I've been working on um, this, this series of books um, about a witch uh, called Jenny Ringo. Yeah, Jenny um, Ringo. Also, yeah. a short film has been made of, of said character. Yeah, Jenny Ringo and the Monkey's Paw. Yes. Yeah, that's right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I made three short films a while ago, and I, I wrote a feature script uh with the same character and then um uh which which everyone who read it really liked but it was it was it was massive it would have, would have needed too much money to make and there was no way i could do it on my own so i kind of I kind of shelved it for a long time and then um uh yeah just um i suppose it was it was a lockdown thing really when we first went into lockdown over here i thought well i'll, I'll try and do something with that so um i've been adapting the whole thing into uh a series of books so the first one was the library of lost souls which you can get now and then the, the second one's just 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 about finished it should be out soon yeah so, great and they're kind of the kind of sort of paranormal comedies i suppose it's she's sort of like the worst witch but like a grown-up version of the worst witch um but um yes yeah. you're speaking our language like julia and i i'm sure you know by now uh we have bonded over the worst witch so much right. so it's one of our favorite films for halloween oh it's amazing have to watch it mildred hubble but but (laughs) i love her i i have i've read the the first book and it it, you know it is that but it also has a a very different sense of humor and like a really cool sense of humor and i feel like you you get that kind of sense of humor in paintball massacre as well which is one of the things that i really like about it so um do you have any other films coming up as well um, no, not not at the moment. Those are the okay. um, I've um, yeah, I've got a couple of things I'm working on, but they're sort of too early to, to oh, <laughs> sort of too I, early to I'm say. I'm so whether. excited for anything you're working on. That's so cool. Thank you so much cool. for talking to us today. We're so excited. We got to talk to you about Paintball Massacre. We get to talk about and have a whole episode on the film. Uh, and cool. you're awesome. And I I can't wait to go back to England sometime and see you whenever that. Yes, is. let's go. <laughs> Yeah, you definitely should. Maybe, maybe we'll make it over there sometime as well. <laughs> so yes, too, but, uh, you have to yeah. come visit. Uh, but you have to yeah. take me. I've never been to the infamous Stoke-on-Trent, although I've heard much about it. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe we'll have to take a trip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you okay, so much. Okay, I'll hold Chris. you to that. <laughs> All right, I'm down for it. 
Um, you guys, she's gonna do it because <laughs> it's not. It's pretty close to Eam, which is one of my favorite places there. So you know, just yeah. hang out there. Done. So thank you so much, uh, guys. You can find us on our Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and we always love to hear from you. Uh, we have a Patreon. We have a Teespring. Terry's pointing. Where can we find Chris? Where can we find Chris? Oh, uh, I, I'm CG CG underscore Regan on Twitter. Uh, or if you go, um, if you want to find out about the books, uh, JennyRingo.com is the, is the best place to go. Yeah. For that. Yay. Fab. All right. Cool. Everybody have a, a kick-ass day and we will talk to you later. Thank you so much. 